Former Senator Simpson, uh, in delivering a eulogy at uh, President Bush's uh, funeral, had shared um, a remark which I think is very appropriate. He said that the, the mother of President Bush, senior, that passed away, and his mother had said to them something that they both remembered and shared on. And it was the hatred corrodes the container it's carried in. I think it's a very profound statement. Hatred corrodes the container it's carried in. I've read it several times. I keep forgetting it. But I think it spoke to me very strongly about what John the Baptist is talking about. And he could see that hatred was corroding the people of God at that time. And that is why God knew this as well, that this hatred was corroding his beloved people. So it is remarkable that when God was intervening in a very powerful way before the ministry, the public ministry of Jesus, he calls John the Baptist to go out into the desert. And in calling John the Baptist, it's kind of reassuring that God doesn't rely on the hierarchy that existed on the time. He bypassed him. He bypassed the political and religious elite and powerful people. And he addressed directly a simple religious man, John the Baptist. So John's first move is to go out into the desert. And it's not just going out into a remote place, because going into the desert for the people of Israel was reminding them of the whole Exodus event, where they became God's people. So he leads them out, just enough out of the Promised Land, to the other side of the Jordan, and then he there begins to preach to them. And he preaches to them a spirit of repentance. And that word, the spirit of repentance, means he wanted to change their mind. And he wanted to change their mind for a very specific reason, so that they would be able to listen to the message of Christ. They would be able to encounter God in Jesus Christ, and it wouldn't just pass them by. And that is why we are, have this reading on the second week of Advent, so that the Christ event won't just pass us by. What John was speaking to is a universal truth that happens to all people in every part of the world. It is part of our human makeup. And it's very simple about our mind. And I could ask you a question. Can you remember a time when somebody hurt you or wounded you or insulted you? I can nearly guarantee everybody can remember it exactly and vividly. Because what our mind does is it, it, really, it, it immediately seizes onto any insult or wound or hurt that happens in our lives. I'm going to read some of this because it, it's important. So what it does is it seduces us 
to identifying with the sins in our lives. And we become very quick learners because as we have been treated, so we in turn treat other people and we sin against them. Do you know we have that saying, such and such a person gives as good as they get. And this is how the mind works in our lives. So then eventually we become a tale of sin. It secretly shapes who we are and we define ourselves by our woundedness and by our sinfulness. And eventually it can lead into people who are doing one of two things, defining themselves as victims or wallowing in guilt towards other people that we have sinned against. This is the seduction of sin that happens in our lives. And, it's, and it's, 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 in, it's in my mind, it's in your mind, it's in every person's mind that you know of. It is seductive. It can define us completely. It is all-encompassing. John the Baptist knew this. And this is what the people were living through at that time. They, have be, they had become immersed in sin. Sin was defining them in every way. And that is why he had to take them out of that situation into the, the, the desert. Because he wanted them to know that there is a deeper identity to each one of them. But they will never get to know that identity unless they can let go of the mindset of seeing themselves as victims of, of insults and wounds from other people and guilty of causing these to other people as well. That is why in the bulletin we have the question, what do you want to let go of? And what you need to let go of, and we all need to let go of, is hatred. Because hatred corrodes the container that carries it. And that is what John the Baptist is talking about. So the first part of coming to terms with this is to recognize when it's happening in your life. You know, this is the time for parties and, and, and people getting together. Maybe you might have an extra glass of wine that you don't happen to have. And maybe you might say something to somebody that you didn't really mean to say. But I don't know about you, but sometimes with me, if I do something like that, there's something at three o'clock in the morning goes ding, <laughs> and I'm awake. I think you know what I'm talking about. And you say to yourself, I should not have said that. And I regret saying it. But there again, we have to immediately stop that narrative. Because there is where the mind is seducing us. I could have said 500 good things that evening. But we focus on the one that we shouldn't have said. And that is what John the Baptist wants us to let go of. That's what God wants us to let go of. 
it's not, it's not uh, ignoring that we can insult people, we can hurt people. That's true. And we have to take responsibility for that. But when it, when it takes us over, when it possesses us, it can have such a destructive force in, in, my, in a person's life, but in a community's and in a people's life as well. It is seductive and it grows. And it is something we have to be very careful of. So John takes them out there and then he, 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 he takes them out and he offers repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And, and by doing that, John was washing them and submerging them in the River Jordan. And by submerging them in the River Jordan, he was getting them to understand the movement of returning to the womb, of being born again as the people of God. And being born again as the people of God was to come into a right relationship with themselves. And coming into the right relationship with themselves was hearing the word of God that was going to be proclaimed. John was preparing them to hear the word of Jesus Christ as he began his ministry. And when Jesus was baptized in the River Jordan himself, he heard the word of God. And the word of God that Jesus heard when he was baptized was, you are my beloved child, in you I am well pleased. So the truth, the deeper truth of every human being is the truth of belovedness, in whom God is well pleased. And that is what we are invited to listen to. We won't hear that truth within ourselves if we don't open ourselves up to the forgiveness that God is offering to each one of us. Because the roads will be winding, the valleys will be deep. We will not be able to make that journey or that message of God may not be, will not be able to make it to our heart and our soul unless we acknowledge the forgiveness that has been offered to us by God. If God is not holding you in your mistakes and your sinfulness, then it's very simple that if you are being held in them, you are being held in them by yourself. God delights in letting go of sinfulness, of mistakes, of bad things you've done and said to other people, or what has been done to you, God forgives. God doesn't hold in them. The only place and thing that God holds us in is our belovedness. That is why John led the people out of that whole situation into the desert and baptized them so that they would know the truth of who they are. They would be able to hear what Jesus is saying to them, and everything that Jesus said to them was reminding them that they are God's beloved children in whom God is well pleased. So this is an important message, not only during the Christmas season, for, but for a way of life. And what we are called to do is to make forgiveness a way of life. Forgiveness towards ourselves and forgiveness towards other people. 
And forgiveness begins with God, with God's forgiveness for us. So this is a message that, like the candles under wreath, should be growing more and more in our life and should be growing into every aspect of our lives. So what John the Baptist is calling us to is making forgiveness a way of life so that hatred cannot corrode the container that carries it, that we may not be corroded by hatred in our lives.